Welcome to Fans of the Forge. To my right, we have... Teresa. To my left, we have... It's Sean. And you can call me Paleo Sober, because I am on the Paleo <laughs> Diet and Sober October is happening. Oh, boy. Otherwise known as Chris. And we are here. <laughs> I thought it was the keto. Is paleo? Uh, I do more paleo. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm because sorry. I like the fruit. Fruit doesn't go on keto. You're not supposed to have the sugar from fruit. Like, I heard you can do berries. Yeah, berries are fine. I like blueberries. Berry. I, I don't. I like a banana and an apple too, though. So. I heard you can't do banana. No, you're not supposed or to. Or apple. Do, not on keto. No. But that's why it's paleo. Paleo mm. is just <laughs> keto, keto but forest. plus bananas yeah, and apples. Like stuff, forest, non, forest non-processed stuff. things, mm. and it's basically keto, but you just add fruit. Okay. Anyway. Good luck with anyway. that. Good story. First things first, what you drinking? I'll start off. It's Sober October, and I'm drinking water. Hey. Wow. It's exciting. Tonight, I happen to be drinking cranberry lime seltzer, just it's because that's what I want to drink. Definitely tonight. more exciting than water. I have uh, the Voodoo Ranger from New Belgium Atomic Pumpkin, and it's a special release. So maybe this isn't, I don't know how common this is around here, but- well, I'll um, have to look for it so that when Sober October's over, yeah, I can try some. Because it's I think you'll like it. brewed with cinnamon and habanero chili peppers, and it's pretty it's good. It's more cinnamony and habanero-y than it is pumpkin-y. Yeah. Which I prefer. That's good. It's good stuff. I look forward to trying it at the yeah. end of this month. Yeah, good luck. Uh, you got a lot of days to go. He'll here. be fine. I'll be fine. Twenty-eight I, days left. Yep, he'll be fine. Yeah, I'm not a big drinker. I usually am only drinking when I'm sitting here recording an episode, or if I'm on a work trip. Yeah. All right. Which I have work trip coming up. Okay. And we have our uh, trip to New York coming up, which would have been a nice trip to be drinking on. Like, oh, when is that? You can be DD. Oh, Sean and Mitch. Well, we're going to take the train down, I think, oh. but Either way, we haven't even be... worked out the details. Anyway, we, we need to get moving <laughs> All forward. Right, yeah. So we are on Forge and Fire Season 6, Episode 29, the Kung Fu Edition. what And uh, we had our four contestants, Burton Huruf, 14 years part-time experience, Monty Styron, 15 years part-time experience, Mike Wharton, 15 years part-time experience, and Colin Miller, 7 years part-time experience. I actually met Colin Miller oh, yeah? at the Bladesmithing Symposium. Although I don't know if I actually talked to the guy. I think I saw him in passing and was standing around while he was talking in other people's conver- like with other people mm. in conversation. And I was more like, I don't have any knives to show, so I'm just going to stand here and be kind of like silent. But I, I was there. I hung All out right. with him. That's cool. Kind of. There. So anyway, seven Colin years. Colin adjacent. Sure. Colin adjacent. For round one of this episode, they had to make three throwing kunai knives made from W1 steel. Um, how do we want to do this? Should we take turns? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll start. I'll just continue with round one. Then all must be within one ounce of each other. That's okay. like the main yeah. parameter here. They That's have to be tight. It's very. It? It's very yeah. tight. They have to be almost identical. I mean, they're supposed to have three identical knives, and they all have to be within one ounce. So that's pretty tight. And uh, my my notes are going to be all over the place here because I have been half-assing it, which because you're sober. Was I and you were in sunglasses? Was I sober when I took these notes, probably. You were, yeah. <laughs> um, 
they they uh they made a point. I think this was Doug that said Bruce Lee quenched his blades in water. Oh man, this supposed to be like water. Yeah, that's okay. Sorry. But the thing, it doesn't make any sense. Teresa didn't Bruce, get the joke. Bruce Lee didn't make any swords as far Dog. as I know. So like, oh, man, unless know. I'm wrong, who knows? Anyway, they're going about their stuff. Um, you know, each guy has their own issues. I do. I did notice there was a premonition for Monty at one point where uh, one of the guys says, "Oh, his blades look long. He should definitely measure those." <laughs> wow. Therefore. Therefore. Uh, as they uh, as they get to the judging, Burton's Burton's ha- oh my God. can't even read my own of notes. the three. One of Burton's wasn't wide enough. Right. Then Monty's were too long and thin, and didn't meet the parameters with the the weight parameters, I believe. Mm. Uh, just all over the place. He was all so he got the boot, and they moved into round two. Where they had to wrap handles and finish the blades in two hours. Um, there was no there's notes, no notes for any on of the actual all. round. We just get to testing. Right where they it. had to throw the um, the knives at sheet metal targets. No major issues. Um, illuminated target throw. What do you mean by that? That was the next test. Oh, okay. So the first one where they threw the metal targets, no major issues. The second test where they illuminated the target... Um, Colin suffered a tr- catastrophic fail because he hardened the whole blade and the handle broke. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, like, everybody, he, I think he was the last one to go. And then it was, was it his third one? I don't remember now. But he but threw, one of the three broke, the three broke catastrophic fail. The, and, the target, and I was like, whoa, shit. And, and that was another situation where they had kind of um, a premonition where they said, he, he, they they made a point to comment on how he was heating up the entire knife mm-hmm. to heat treat it when he should have just done the tip. Yeah, and uh, and then that ended up backfiring on him. But so Colin got the boot. That was round two. That was round two, and they moved into round three. The nine ring broadsword. So you didn't see this episode no. yet. <laughs> but I'll talk okay. about it. So so it's this big broadsword, right, with nine rings on it, and they go doot, 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 along this the, the what spine. What did they do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. You yeah, figured it out. I, you know how I knew that? Because I caught the very end oh. when I started watching the Genghis Khan episode. There you go. And I saw the f- final one. cool looking sword, though. It is pretty cool. Yeah, it have it the is. rings in it, and weren't they, they had a purpose. They were decorative for, like, ceremonial things, but also, like, imit- intimidation. Yeah, they made noise, so, like, mm. it was, like, Exactly. Scareway ghosts, uh, or your oh. attacker. <laughs> oh, maybe. What oh. if I hear that? What do I? Oh. Sounds like a key ring. Like but they don't have. Keys. Is that you, Dave, with the keys? They don't have keys. Then they don't know what that. What sound do they have? Is. They have rings. They can't make keys. They, they, I don't know. Wait, wait we don't. <laughs> when was know this? When the nine ring broadsword was we around? Didn't write it down. But it was like way, way back when they didn't necessarily need a ton of keys. They might Hold have on. had a key for Hold their house. Right. They didn't have a bunch of keys to be. Jangling. What if they had a treasure chest? Then they wouldn't be scared of this thing. <laughs> it's for every other normal person who only had one key. I feel like even two keys make noise. So maybe someone had two <laughs> keys, you know, for their prison cells and like the big door to who cross the moat. Who has the key to their own prison cell, Sean? <laughs> no, not, not the person in the cell, the guy that, the guard. But the guard's not scared of this sword. Everybody else is. No, I think people are going to hear the guy walking around like, hey, <laughs> Hey, Joe, how's those keys? But even then, they're still in jail. 
They're still not scared no. of the sword. Why is why does the person have to be in prison? To hear it could just be like another guy just down the road that's like, oh, it's just keys from that my buddy, but it's not. It's a sword. He doesn't know it yet. So why would he be scared of it if he just thinks it's keys? Rebuttal? No. <laughs> right. Let's just move forward. So for testing, there is a pig, pig carcass kill test, and Burton's blade broke on what should have been the last swing. Yeah, he had one more swing left, and the thing broke. And it broke at one of the ring holes. Yeah, it's a high stress point mm-hmm. right where those holes were. And Mike had to survive nine strikes, and he does. So congrats to Mike. Yep. And that, that was good, interesting, because he actually cracked his blade when he was making it and then ended up grinding scallops into it to give it a shape mm. that got rid of the crack yeah. so that he was like, I don't know if there's more. <laughs> so congrats, Mike, and uh, congrats to Burton, Monty, and Colin for competing. And that was a good episode, the Kung Fu edition of Forged in Fire. Now... Uh, a word from our sponsor? Yes. And we're back. All right. And so we move on to... Deathfish. Deathfish. Knife or death? Any guesses as to why it's called Deathfish? Because um, there's a killer fish, like one of those puffer fish that like can kill you. I was thinking Jaws, but... Oh, yeah, shark. That's a fish. Yeah. That can kill you. Someone dies on this episode? <gasps> oh, my God. I feel like it would have been bigger news. You took the notes. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> Do you I remember when... Uh, did you see... You used to watch Deadliest Catch? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know... Like, one of the main guys at one point in the later seasons died, and they recorded it and put it out on the episode. Like, he 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 had, like... Something go wrong while he was on a boat, and they oh. rushed him in, and then he died like within a couple days. Mm. Phil, was his name Phil? Captain Phil? Captain Phil? No, he. Uh, I don't know if he was on the boat when he was having some health issues. I know that, and then he passed away. I don't think he got off the boat like they, you know, like he was out fishing. But Blake Painter. That's not him. That's a new. That's a, that's a newer more recent one. one. Oh. I didn't know another one had died. That's the guy, Captain yeah. Hint Tony. That's right. I liked him. He was Tony. A, died of a heart attack. Isn't that yeah. what his name is? It says Tony Lara. But that, no, that's the not him. Wouldn't have been as a result Captain of Phil. anything. It was Captain Phil that died, right? So then look up Captain Phil. Oh, Phil. Here it is. The cat, the death of Phil Harris. Yeah, it was Captain Phil. I don't know why they put that. Put I this remember wrong, this guy. It's a wrong caption. That's Captain. That's Phil. Captain Phil. Yeah, that's not. Who the hell's Tony? That guy. That's no, not that. Tony. That's not. That's Captain Phil. We're on the wrong show. Wait. What? 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 Who is this? Is that Captain Phil? Because that's yeah, that guy. That's Captain. That's Phil. Captain Phil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, then yes, it is Captain Phil. I don't know who Tony Lara was. We're not going to talk about this anymore. I'm sure there are people that are maybe listening to this that have watched it that and are angry are at yelling us at us. <laughs> you could always just edit that part out. No, we got to no, leave it in. No, no. All right, so Knife or Death season... Well, okay, seasons are weird. It's technically season three, but when you look it up, it's like season two, episode 11? I think. Yeah, because I like think that. what happened here was that 
They filmed it all at once. They filmed it all at once, and it was maybe going to be one season with two different grand champions that maybe were supposed to compete at the end or something. Oh, is that what it was? I think that was supposed to be the initial thing, but it didn't end up playing out that way. I, I think they changed it along the way. Okay. So, in my notes, I'm doing by title, and this one's called Death Fish. There are two initial things to know before we even start with the people. One of them is that edge geometry seems to be a thing, and so many of the knives are not sharp. <laughs> Almost all of them come through. Travis is like, I'd like it to be sharper, but it passes, so go on. All right, so our first contestant was Sarah Hanley. Um, she had a custom-made machete chopper hybrid, and as she goes through Slice Twice, she got penalties on all of them. Which so you that's remember, Slice The twice one where you, like, you have to cut, I think it's sugarcane? Or bamboo? I think it's sugar cane. Yeah. You cut it, and then you have to cut it again before it oh, comes down. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. That one sucks. And she did not do well. And then on Slasher, where they've got three different things you have to kind of cut through. It's PVC pipes and a plastic bottle and a box. Um, She wasn't great on the plastic bottle or the box, which, after watching like three of these recently, I've determined the plastic bottle is the worst. It's thick and it's, it's weirdly r- shaped, and they wrap mm-hmm. it in plastic. It's wrapped in plastic. <laughs> and so, like, we out of the episodes that we've watched, I think we've seen maybe two people get through it. It's terrible. Yeah, it's it's really bad. So don't feel bad if you don't do well on the plastic bottle. It's okay. <laughs> and then on Lifeline, where they only get one, they have to go through one strike through a chicken, and then a fish, and then like something else. Um, this one was plastic tubing. She struck out on the plastic tubing. So chicken okay, fish okay, plastic tubing, not okay. Then we had Leon Anthony Jr. who had an antique kukri. That was a 120-year-old knife. Wow. Uh, on Slice Twice, he actually only had one penalty. Pretty good. For Slasher, um, the plastic bottle and box gave frowny face. What does that mean? That means that they were both trouble. not good. They were both not good. Okay. For ice pick, um, he didn't cut the tubing in half. So the I- that's been happening more in this particular season than it didn't happen in the first two seasons. Where they didn't like make a big deal about it. Like, where you have to cut through the breaks, ice. But the tube is still sticking up. Oh, yeah. So if you don't cut through the tube, it doesn't yeah. count. So he didn't cut the tube in half. Goldberg. And then he was winded by the time he got to Lifeline. He was gassed. He was gassed. <laughs> and uh, at that point, he had already been going for six minutes and 21 six seconds. Six minutes. That's a long time. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's it's pretty bad. Yeah. And then for Lifeline, he was taken down by the fish. <laughs> Which, yeah, you don't see the fish taking people down very often anymore. Because a lot of people, yeah. after having seen the... do it. Yeah, they figured it out. And then when that happened, he also um, got an injury on his left index finger from something. Uh, I don't recall what it was. Basically, so, like, I'm guessing he was right-handed, probably. Swung and, like, caught his finger on the follow-through, yeah. Oh, okay. Moving on to Trent Chandler. He had a parang. And during Slice Twice, he had four penalties. For Slasher, couldn't get the bottle or the box. And for Lifeline, he got stopped by the fish as well. Dang. Maybe now we know why it's called Death Fish. They died after not cutting the fish? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man. Um, Dewey Beck had a wakazashi from overseas Asian manufacturer. On Slice Twice, he had three penalties. Slasher made it through the plastic bottle and the box. 
Mm. Um, then I have a mention of timber, so something like oh, notable I, happened I on timber. That there was timber in this one. Oh. He cut it too high. It's going so, like, down. He dropped it in line, but the wood piece that he cut off was too short, so it didn't fall into the target. Oh yeah. So that was sad. Gotcha. Um, ice pick. He again cut it too high, so he didn't break the tube. <laughs> and then lifeline done the plastic tubing. So close. And then we had Cat Lopez who had a modified Sundong Bolo hybrid, oh. and it was a custom made by a friend, and she had only had had it for she, right? She had one month of training. Yeah, she had one month of training with that particular blade, which, okay. I mean. I mean, if you're training all month. If you're going out and doing a, like a half hour to an hour each day of training with it, you yeah. could probably get pretty decent with it in that time. Was it one month of training with the knife or just one month in training Oh, I thought that's it was in right. General. I think she that's meant it as like, I've only been, I, I've been training for a month for this. How'd you get on the show? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's it take? I don't. Oh know. man. Anyway, for slice twice, she had four penalties. For slasher, three penalties. For timber, she cut it. She cut it, but it, land it landed outside, outside mm. of the uh, area. For ice pick, did not cut the tube in half again. And then for Lifeline, once again, taken down by the fish. Wow. Moving on, we had Joshua Campbell. He had a halfling made by Castile Armory. And for Slice Twice, he had four penalties. For Slasher, he did great on the bottle in one slice, and he kept getting stuck in the box. For Tembry, knocked it over the target zone. And Power. Ice Pick did cut all the way through. But for Lifeline, he made it through. And for Killshot, he made it through. So he made it he all the way to the end. He's the only one to make Woo. it all the way yeah. through. Josh is the only one to make it so all the way through Night Fight, so he's moving on. And then uh, Dewey made it to Lifeline Tube the fastest. Nice. So that's our two guys going to Dead Run. Dead Run. Dewey goes first with the gauntlet. It's all good. He ran to the ball buster oh, thing, right. so he yeah. got a penalty for running on the course of the knife. Um, ball buster itself, he got three penalties. Extinguisher, which is where you cut the bottle and you have to put the flame out. Yeah. He cut three of the four bottles, but he only put out one of the flames. So he only got credit for one. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, because the water just flies yeah. everywhere. Didn't hit the sweet spot. Freefall, this guy's on point. You missed that one. <laughs> the very next one. Oh, yeah. And then crash landing, he had two out of four penalties, trouble on the box to release the ball, and 11 penalties altogether. And then for Joshua, for Gauntlet, he like blew through it and no problem. It was super easy. For, for Ball Buster, he lost balance and fell over. While, while he was he, doing yeah. it, he fell what, like mm. onto the table? Like, I, I think it was more like in the stair like area. Not so much oh. onto the table, but like... He's kind of, As he was, okay. As he was like walking up? No, I think he was trying and just kind of like fell sideways. Oh. Maybe I have to watch that part again. Anyway. But he fell over. For Extinguisher, um, it looked like maybe he had a bit of a bend in the blade at that point, but he cut all four bottles and had two penalties because he only put out two of the flames. For Free Fall, he had no penalties. And then for fire and ice, his blade broke on the ice. Oh, man. And so he got disqualified due to catastrophic blade failure, and Dewey wins. Oh, wow. 
So. When I went to go talk to Dewey, he had, of course, they have no idea what the other guys are doing. So he's like, hey, you know, what's going on? They're, they're like, hey, you win. Oh, yeah. They like, <laughs> like they didn't him go do nowhere. the end thing where they do talk about the penalties yeah. and the times or anything. They're just like, you win. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> and that was that episode of Knife, uh, Knife or Death, Death Fish. Congrats to everyone that competed on that episode and to Dewey for winning. And that's it for our wrap ups for today. All right. Now, what else? Move on. I don't. Did I talk about these last time? I, I, I talked think about these. I feel like you've talked about them at some point. Did. Did I talk about these? Yeah. I think so. But th- Chris made these. Hold them up. Well, yeah. So I finished. I, when did I do these, though? You did last them last time. Last time. I did? I think yeah. so. I don't remember talking yeah. about these. You did. Anyway, these, these are my tongs. I made these tongs for some blades, and so I can do some blade quenching. And I actually have a turkey or a turkey pan, right? Isn't that what we have? A roaster, yeah. A roaster pan that is now it, going to be my quenching pan. Oh. It was given to us as if we would be making Thanksgiving dinner. No. You guys don't make dinner. No. We do not. No, no. We anyway. made a ham once. Yeah, When we that's first right. got married. Yeah, we did do a Thanksgiving here once in our... No, we East, did an Easter. Easter here once in our kitchen upstairs. And that was it. Was it was very tight. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so I went and I got some canola oil because I didn't feel like shelling out money for quench They're going to say cannolis. Say, where are they? <laughs> we have cereal treats upstairs. Oh, oh yeah. She oh. made some was uh, honey nut Cheerio and Cheerio like treats, like Rice Krispie treats. Oh, okay. But anyway, I got canola oil, and I have blades that need to be quenched, and I have a heat treating schedule for 1084 steel. So my next goal is to actually heat treat some of these guys and uh, and get them ready for you know, final grinding and, and handles and that sort of thing. Cool. So that's down the line, but hopefully coming up sooner rather than later. Um, that was, that's all I've done recently because I've been traveling for work again. And so that's all I got. Anybody else got something to share for Tales from Infinite Forge? So I've been finishing up kind of in work projects, scrap yarn, something or other. Oh, I have an Instagram now. That's oh, yeah. Follow, follow Teresa. Thea.creates2019. Yep. So that's the thing. Um, I made a mermaid tail for a newborn that should be arriving soon, if not already. Got to tell me. I haven't heard anything about yet. the arrival of the baby yet, but there should be a baby. One of our friends is having a baby soon. So um, look forward to meeting the baby and giving her a mermaid tail. Yep. And then mm. I've been collecting. There's this particular berry that grows in our area in September, late September, that it makes this really nice fuchsia dye. But it's very poisonous to people. Oh. <laughs> so when I cook it, I need to like acquire a pan that's solely used for this thing because we can't cook in it afterwards. And do you get to cook it outside? I can cook it inside with the ventilation on. Okay. If I could cook it outside, that'd be great, but it can be cooked inside. We okay. just can't use the pan or any other like utensils for eating later. In the meantime, we have a package in our freezer that says "Do not eat." Yeah, because <laughs> I started this project last year. <laughs> All in the name of some dye. Hey, yep, I got some plants. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Sean? Anything to share? Uh, I put a hitch on on Jeep. Oh, really? A couple weekends ago. It was a it was a horrible experience. It took me like all day. It took me like six hours to do. 
Um, but the directions say it should only take like half an hour. But I'm working on a 22-year-old vehicle with lots of rust. So it was it was somewhat difficult. Um, it, was, it, was, it took a long time. <laughs> it took a long time. What did you have to do? Do you have to like cut out metal or something? No, no. It was supposed to be very simple. The it's it's an easy kit. Comes with all the hardware, and the way it works is, um, they give you this fishing wire that you fish through some some holes that already exist in the frame on the rear of the vehicle. So you fish it through, and then there's carriage bolts they give you, and you thread those on. You put actually a square plate that they give you. And it's you pull it back through, and then the carriage bolts come through. You unthread the uh, the wire, so now you have carriage bolts hanging down. So driver side was no problem. The passenger side had pre-threaded nuts that were in the frame that were all like super rusty. Oh, so like that was one of the things that was said. You might have pre-threaded nuts, or you use carriage bolts. Well, I had half and half, and the rusty, you know, nuts were just crazy. I couldn't um, tap them. They were so shy. It was it was impossible. So I had to take the bumper off, which took probably an hour because there's two bolts holding it on. So I had to reach into the bumper to get at these rusty nuts. And I only had this much room with the ratchet. So I'm just doing this and banging my arm, you know, and it was just, it was so stupid and it took me forever because it was just rusty. So I couldn't do it by hand. I had to use a ratchet. So I'm just doing this Yeah. and finally got it off. And then there was this, it turned out there was like a metal strip that had these nuts welded onto it that was inside the frame and it wouldn't come out. So it was like in there, like either welded or bolted on to in, inside okay. of the frame somehow. So it couldn't come out, which I thought it could, but it wasn't happening. But I can kind of lift it up so I could try to get carriage bolts in there. So I was doing that. I got that and then mounted the the hitch. And then I had to take it down to him because I had, there's a an exhaust hanger that bolts up so i had it so it was hitched then that but that wasn't going to work right because it was kind of bent so i had to take drop it put this back on anyway i would, it went up and down a few times mm-hmm. and it was just my hands were, were like done after that and it was just <laughs> it took all day long Oof. so it was it was it was tough but now I have a hitch on on a Jeep. You give me a trailer or something? Uh, I was looking. To, I just want to put a bike rack. Oh. You know, it's one of those bike racks <laughs> that just go on there. Like this for a bike rack. So supposedly Charlotte had one. So we went to look for it, and it's it doesn't exist. So she's not sure if she gave it away to one of her friends. So now I'm on Craigslist looking for a bike rack that goes in receiver hitch. Oh. Okay. And uh, it, it's just it's so ridiculous. But I have a hitch now. So <laughs> there you go. If I have a trailer, we can we can trailer stuff around. There you go. Okay. So if we go on any trips, we can we can haul some junk around. Or you can just take my car that, that came with a hitch. Uh, <laughs> well, listen. I mean, if I if I went through all this trouble, I I damn sure I'm going to use this thing somehow. <laughs> oh boy, that sounds like an ordeal. Yeah. Well, yeah it is. I mean, I kind of enjoyed it. You know, it took me all day. Yeah. Yeah. Worst ways to spend a day. Yeah. It's true. 
And that's it for our Tales for Infinite Forge, or from Infinite Forge. And um, we'll have one more little segment here. Uh, the Gram Scan. Gram Scan. First up, again, Teresa's got have one. an Instagram. All right. Now. So we'll check her out. She posted a picture of one of the quilts that... Uh, the scrap yarn blanket that yep. I made. Yep. It's multicolor. Very nice. And uh, the one thing that I wanted to talk about was a video that I saw yesterday put out there by Colin Sage of Hippohead Forge. At first, I, at first I see the video and I'm like, what the hell is this? And I'm like <laughs> looking at him. I see him crouching down. I'm like, I just, I just scrolled like, past. I was he's like, got, I he's got a wig on. And I'm like, what, so what is this You showed me. You're like, this is kind of funny. And then you continued to watch. I, what were we even watching? I think we were watching Knife or Death and I was taking notes. Yep. And he just busts out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> because when I realized what it was, I realized just how perfect it was because he was doing a Neil Kamamura blade test impression. So he, you know, he takes a piece of wood, he chops a piece of wood, he takes a number of like tomatoes, tomatoes. and drops it on the blade, a pineapple, pineapple. And chops the pineapple in half, and a bag of sugar. Yeah, a bag of sugar. A- so, and the whole time he's got the long black hair yeah. like Neil Kamamura, but it's obviously very obvious wig, and. Um, He's just Blowing doing. Locks. He's 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 doing his mannerisms yeah. as well. He's just doing the, <laughs> and just and keeping a straight face for the whole thing. And uh, it was very good. It was very good. I did see Neil Kamamura uh, saw that and posted about it. And the one thing he had to say is, "I don't wear jorts." <laughs> <laughs> so go check out that video by Colin Sage. It was very good. It was very good. But, uh, yeah, that's all I had for the Gram Scan. Anybody else see anything interesting on Instagram lately? I could look for something. I mean, I saw a thing, but, again, I'm new to Instagram, so I don't actually remember the person who posted it, but they're like little leaves that are crocheted leaves. Crocheted leaves? Yep. Pizza. Oh, there's a spicy Mike. He's chopping something. Hmm. <laughs> That's pretty good. What? You're my lost bag. Oh my god. <laughs> what is that? Oh my god. So uh Grape Juice Boys, if you're not following Grape Juice Boys, <laughs> there's a lot of uh funny content, sometimes a little over you know It's, it's a, a meme account. Yeah. And um <laughs> so it's a picture of a toaster and it says well, the capture says Bath and Body Works did not have to go this hard, and on the side of the toaster is my last bath bomb. <laughs> so that's the last bath bomb you'll ever put in a tub. That's dark. Yeah. But that's grape juice boys for you. I love that account. The, They're pretty good. I guess it is it a repost of you Well, I guess it was originally posted by Gary from Teen Mom. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, that's pretty good. <sighs> All right. So well, the crochet leaves are from the yarn and charms. That's uh, what it was. Okay. Gotcha. Well, that's it. That's the Gram Scan. Do we have anything else to talk about? Anything new to, to mention? No. All right. Well, you the... turned your, your egg into a, a light. Oh, kind yeah. Of. So I messed around with the, the Auschwitz egg that uh, Zach from Forge and Feathers had sent. And I basically, I had this Arduino set that I've been screwing around with. And it came with all these LEDs. And so I reset it up to do uh, color-changing LEDs, yep. and I stuck them in the hole. And it, wouldn't you know it, this thing lights up when you put an LED in there. This whole thing glows, and it's pretty cool. So 
I need to find a more permanent solution for that. I was thinking one of those tea lights that have the little fake flames and just shove it in the hole and turn it on and then see if it glows that way. That's a way easier way of doing it without having to program something. But uh, they eh. make uh, like thin LED lights or like on a thin wire. You can probably just shove those all in there and it comes with like a battery pack and just yeah. turn it on. I think I have those. Like, right. right. yeah. right over there. You can get them at like Jawbot for a dollar. Yeah. We'll have to, I'll do something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. A nice little set piece. I like it. This thing seems pretty heavy duty. I'm surprised yeah. at how strong this egg feels. Like, you have to, like, uh, if you're gonna, like, Hulk, I, you're gonna break it. Uh, it's my ring. <laughs> I just want to like, I want to have one. You just like, want to break it. I want to break an yeah. egg. I want one of these so I can break it open and then just dump that yolk out into a pan and make a giant omelet. That's what I want. <laughs> Anyway, that's the episode. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like our videos. All that good stuff. And um, continue watching, I guess. Yeah. Yeah? Thanks yeah. for following, and we'll talk to you next time. See you. This beer is really spicy. Is it really hitting you? It's getting me like in the gut. Oh no. And, like the chest. I mean, I'm drinking a pepper over here. Like a new decoration up there. The, the skull? Yeah. Yeah. Cheap, cheap Halloween decoration. What's up with the antlers? Didn't one of our kids like walk out with it on their head and the guy at Walmart was like, hey, that's a nice Halloween costume. <laughs> what do you mean what's up with the antlers? I mean, yeah, what's wrong? typically it, it seems like a cow skull, but if it's supposed to be a deer skull, then... Oh, no, I don't, I don't Wait, know. what? Like, I think it's supposed to be just a creepy skull. I don't oh, know. okay. What's wrong with it being a deer skull? I don't... I don't imagine that to be a deer skull when I look Why at not? it. Like if you take the antlers away, it looks like cow. No. But then, you, yeah, to me it does. I think it looks like deer. You think it looks like a deer head without the antlers? Yes. Deer skull. It looks like a deer skull. I'm just yep. seeing a deer skull. <laughs> I'm just looking at a cow skull. Guess not, city ball. Well, but cow skull. <laughs> cow skull. Yeah. Very okay, similar. I they can are see very what you similar. <laughs> yeah, they are very similar, except the antlers are the horns rather than the antlers. Yeah. That's pretty much the difference. So then, therefore, this is definitely a deer skull. <laughs> no. I think that just means a deer is a cow, but with funky different mm -hmm. hair. Mm. No. Yep. It all makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's just the hair that's different. <laughs> you don't really milk a deer. Mm. Oh, no. I mean, technically, you could. I don't know I'd want. I've never, I've never ever heard of deer milk. That sounds you, so gross. You can milk any mammal. Yeah. It's a fact. And this is also another one of those things, but you can, but you shouldn't. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> we had this conversation about whether or not you could eat ballistics gel. I maintain that you can, but you shouldn't. <laughs> I looked it up. It's just pretty much regular gelatin. I don't actually it's, it's non-toxic from what I saw, so it's probably fine. Damn right. Is it just like, well, it's probably more, it's not like jello. 
It's a little more firm probably than... Right, right. It's a special type of gelatin, yeah. but it's not going to poison you at least. Well, if they threw some like cherry flavor in it, I might give it a bite. <laughs> 